I've been in business since the mid-1990s, and during those decades as a business owner, I have certainly made my share of mistakes. I'm Laura Christensen, host of the Professional Writer Podcast, and during today's short Learn with Laura episode, I'm going to give you three quick tips that will help you to build a solid foundation for your writing-related business. Consider it a double shot of espresso to jolt you into taking massive action. You'll find the show notes for today's episode at bloggingbistro.com. The three tips that I want to share with you today are ones that have helped me to protect the privacy of my business. As most entrepreneurs who own a writing-related business do, I work from home. And as such, I want to protect the privacy of the other people who live in my household. And so here are three things that I do to help protect my privacy. Number one, I have a post office box. Here I'm speaking directly to my listeners who live in the United States, and we can rent post office boxes, or we can go to the UPS store and rent a box there. There are other private places that rent post office boxes as well. The advantage of getting one from, say, the UPS store is that they give you a street address as opposed to just a P.O. box address. But I decided to go with just the straight post office box as opposed to listing my home address on any public facing documents such as my website, my marketing materials, and most particularly my email marketing. Now here's something that you may not know, but when you sign up for an email marketing service, and by that I'm referring to something like uh, MailChimp, ConvertKit, Constant Contact, AWeber, by law, if you live in the United States, and I'm not sure if this applies to the rest of the world or not, but it does apply to people in the United States, you have to list a valid mailing address. And that mailing address displays on every single email that goes out. And that can be a post office box or it can be a street address. So that's public. That goes out to everybody who ever gets an email from you. So, you know, I really don't want to put my home address on every email that people get from me. Same thing goes for a phone number. A lot of us who own our own businesses use our cell phone or we might have a dedicated landline just for our business. If you want to avoid putting your personal cell phone phone number out there or your landline number, maybe your home phone or whatever phone you might be using that is not specifically dedicated to your business, I recommend setting up a business phone number. I use Google Voice and it's just really simple. It takes like five minutes to go into Google Voice and to set up a dedicated phone number that you can use for your business. It, it doesn't cost anything. I know they do have plans that cost money. And if you're on the phone a lot, you're probably going to want to invest in that sort of a plan or a regular business line. But if you don't do a whole lot of business over the phone, which I don't, I do most of my business via email, it's certainly worth your while to set up a dedicated number through Google Voice. And you can have that number forwarded to your cell phone. So you still get the messages, you still get the phone calls, it's just not showing your actual cell phone number to the public. The reason why I have a Google Voice phone number is because in the who is directory, and that's a place you can go online where you can see who owns a domain name. And by domain name, I simply mean 
uh, a website address like the www.bloggingbistro.com. That's a domain or domain name. You can get all sorts of personal information about the owner of a domain unless they have paid extra to have that information kept private. Two of the pieces of information that do show when you do a who is search, and that's W-H-O-I-S. You can just Google that and it'll give you a whole bunch of different website addresses that you can go to to get information about a particular domain. When you do a who is search and it shows you that public facing information, it shows you the person's name, email address, street address, or PO box, and phone number. There's a lot of information potentially out there about you. So you want to make sure that you keep your personal information private and that you have separate information that is public facing. Third tip, and there seems to be a lot of controversy about this third one that I'm going to bring up, email address. I believe that all business owners should use a business email address that is tied directly to your business's name or your domain name. So for example, my domain name for my website is bloggingbistro.com. My email address might be something like laura at bloggingbistro.com. You set up your branded email address through your website host. So for example, if you have a self-hosted WordPress website, you have a host for that site, a place where your files live online. And almost all website hosting companies provide email addresses as part of the package that you sign up for when you have a place to host your website. It also comes with that branded email address. A lot of people that I know, in fact, most people that I know, most writers that I know are using Gmail for their, quote, professional business email address. I get it. Gmail is free. It's easy. But when people are looking at doing business with you, and let's say they're comparing you and me, let's say that we're both in the same business, everything about us is pretty much equal. You're using Gmail address. I'm using a branded bloggingbistro.com email address that goes right along with my business name. It's just a subtle difference, but it's one that might put you over the edge in a good way if you use the branded email address as opposed to Gmail or Hotmail or Yahoo Mail or whatever, you know, fill in the blank with whatever email system you're using. Let's review these quickly again. Three essential business tools that will help you to protect the privacy of your business. Get a P.O. box. Don't use your home address. Get a business phone number as opposed to using your cell phone number. Use a branded email address that relates directly to the domain of your website. So those are your tips for today, friends, and I would love to hear from you. As you're building your own writing-related business, what are some essential tools that you use to help protect the privacy of your business? Let me know. Join the discussion in the Professional Writer Podcast community. That's our Facebook group. We're here to support, encourage, challenge, and learn from each other. You'll find a link to the group as well as the show notes for today's episode at bloggingbistro.com. Hope you have a great week and I will talk with you again next week.